0: Welcome time. to, we are doing our best podcast. I am joined tonight with Jen and Marie.
1: I <gasps> got to go first that yeah, time. Yeah, she, was first, she <laughs> was first that time. It's I got to keep honest. it fair. Well,
0: and no, and then I need to, uh, uh, I we, we are going to have Jared Guy on later, and he is going to talk uh, family, kids, Airbnbs, and, and everything business. Really excited about that interview. Um, I will say... But Marie, what are we drinking tonight?
2: Mm. I'm glad you asked, Dan. This is. I don't know what it is. I'll have to create a name for it. <laughs> it's whipped. Vodka. It's my go-to. It's it is, Marie special. It is the Marie special. It is whipped vodka mm-hmm. with cranberry juice and fresh squeezed lime juice.
0: It is very good. Uh, even if it's a girly drink.
2: It's not girly. I'm not it's even a girly. huge fan of cranberry. I don't. It's. It's the whipped, really good. It's the
1: yeah.
0: whipped
2: vodka. Whipped. And it tastes like. Doesn't it taste like a key lime pie? I love it with like. Fruit. With cranberry. Yeah. Is there
0: generally? The is top? there generally cranberry? And no, key but lime I pie? taste
2: the lime and the cream, like the whippy. And the coconut. You know, That's what I taste. No, I don't taste. There's no coconut in that.
0: Yeah, you absolutely. You mix the lime and the coconut, <laughs> and you drink it all up.
2: Yes, but there's no coconut. In but Jen, um, I can taste the cream in it. You were just saying what your favorite part of the drink is which is the ice I love the ice <laughs> oh I see what you did there see it's that cute. see that nice segue? Mm-hmm. so I was telling Jen before Dan hit record so now we we need to talk about it. this is hot topics um I bought one of those we had cares confirmation party in the summer and I was like we need more ice I'm not doing this stupid buy the ice put it in the freezer chip it out put it in the bucket whatever so I bought on Amazon, like the little tabletop ice maker. I was like, we'll use it for parties and whatever. That thing has not been put away since June and they love it. Jesse hates it. So every time he like unplugs it and empties it and like goes to let it dry out, they plug it back in, <laughs> fill it back up. And this thing's running <laughs> and it makes the best ice because you do. can eat it. You yeah. can crunch on it. It's not hard. It's They're all giving me big. these crazy look right I, now. I, I have one.
0: Way. I have one like I this. I love it. Yeah. No. No. It was impressive when when I moved into an apartment that didn't have an ice maker. I got one. It was, it was incredible. I was actually sad to see it go. Mm-hmm.
1: I love them. Because the, now the, you guys know what you need to get me for Christmas. Because you saw me at my house. I had to go in the freezer, oh, open yeah, the freezer door, get
0: weird, it out, bare mitted yeah. out. Yeah. Put it in the in. <laughs> <laughs> this is yummy. I like it.
1: I'm chewing on it a lot. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I. So I do got a segue. Well, you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> and other podcast uh, sources. Um, and you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube.
1: Anytime you see a photo of me and it's an off photo, it's a <laughs> podcast photo.
2: Thank you to Dan for that.
0: Thank he's you to, to you Hickson in. for that. Yeah.
2: And you can click on those photos of Jen and you will find my... Ice recipe. It'll <laughs> <laughs> link you right to my ice recipe.
0: Now, <laughs> I, uh, so it's been a, a couple weeks since we've been together here. Uh, we will start to my right. Uh, Marie, what have you been up to?
1: That's number two. We're starting with number two.
2: <laughs> First is the worst. Second is the best. Oh, whatever. Um, what have... Oh, man, it has been two weeks. It's Thursday. Do membership to the Y? Oh, thank you, Jen. I got a... I bought... A membership, family membership to the YMCA. So I've been going. I go with Colby's teacher, Mrs. W. at St. John's. She's going to go with me tomorrow at 5. Oh, m. I do not do the early. Mm-hmm. And I go with my, my best bud, Christine R., in case we can't say names. All right. And Cammy has gone multiple times. We do the classes. We do step aerobics. We do the toning and Tabata, Fun. blah, 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 blah. Now so you, we've been doing that. We went like four times this week. We love it.
0: You, you know, we have, and I've, I've been in talks with Pablo. We do have the pickleball tournament oh, coming yes. up here in March.
2: March, um, okay. We need dates. Do we have date?
0: I, I don't have the exact date yet, but that okay. should be coming out soon. Uh they have Monday, Wednesday, Fridays from eight to eleven thirty. Pickleball—it's
2: always going on. Yeah. i so
0: you should you should stop in should and start practicing it. for the tournament that's because
1: you go later. We only got to see the pickleball tournament once, while well, the practice once, yep. and that's when the kids didn't have school. It was a Monday, I think. They didn't have any school, so we went later on in the day, or I think it was like maybe it was like eight or nine when we went, and they had it. And Ethan, well, you should have seen Ethan. Um, There was a gentleman that had like met, like ushered, you know, tried to usher Ethan in on the floor, and he just got so excited. Although we were legitimately walking out when that happened, so he didn't get to go in and hang out. um, How could you take that from him? I didn't
2: mean to. We had somewhere to be. Are there um, judges or referees? No,
0: no, so it's really like a giant pickup game, but they have three full courts running the waiting well, list. There was
2: a lady with like a whistle who was pretty intense the other day.
0: I, I don't know anything. I didn't about see that when we
2: went. Is that elderly gal and she had a whistle and she was Directing it looked. I was like, "Oh gosh, this looks intense."
0: Maybe she was teaching, like doing a, a teaching. Yeah, I was something. like, "What
2: are this? is this? A class? Is this A tournament? Know. What is?" Yeah, that you know, ledge on top where mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. rowers are. Mm-hmm. So
1: I'll row, and Ethan will stand there, and he. So he does.
0: He admires. He does. Balling. He
1: admires. He just. He loves to watch. Um, he's getting better at rowing, too. like this morning we did a five k row. Mm-hmm. so I would do eight hundred meters and he would do two hundred meters, then I would do eight hundred and he would do 200 because he wanted to watch everything else. So he's yeah. practicing um,
0: for Harvard,
1: yeah, Harvard, <laughs> the crew team company, but it was fun. But no, I didn't see anybody like with a whistle or anything like that. It let, just looked like they were having fun. Let out the there. boy
0: play. Let him go play. If
1: he wanted to play, Dan, he could go
2: play. I didn't hold him back. We were just She leaving. makes him row.
0: Encourage.
2: She, f- she forces the row on him.
0: Encourage him. Say, Ethan, go out there and play. It'll be very humbling when you get your butt beat by a seventy year old who can barely walk, but it you'll <laughs> I didn't it, it's not a did learning process. Out of
1: it. He could go play. They just haven't had it when we're there. We're there um yeah, this morning we were early. late, but usually too we're there right around five ish.
0: So. Yeah, they're not there at five in the morning. They would be if they could. <laughs> no, they're up at that Three time. 3 can't
2: be at there at five. I cannot. Could I cannot. I'd have to leave her at like four fifteen. Yeah. Or well, welcome to my life. My no, kids man. stay with
1: their dad on Wednesday and Thursday nights, uh, and he lives in Woodstock. So it's, oh, yeah. it's only like eight miles. I like I think. Woodstock. But, uh, sure, we're it's in, like twenty minutes. We're, I, we're technically
2: in Woodstock. Yeah, right I, now. I like yeah, Woodstock. It's twenty
1: minutes. So it's like from my house, twenty yeah. minutes out, twenty minutes back. Oh, you have to pick them up. If They want to go to the gym with me, which they seem like they always
2: do lately, and I am always uh, tired. He will not, um, that I don't meet kn- you in the parking lot. I,
0: I don't know if that would happen. Those might be the non workout days at, at that point to go back and forth. Mm-mm. I you do, know what? good Mikhail for you, Gina. If they have, yeah, if they want so, to, and they're asking you, you I am to gonna break that. this. This is a breaking story. You guys don't know this yet. Oh. Um, You were petitioning on the. uh, You were sad you couldn't do the F three workouts. Oh, Uh, I saw that. Only for men.
2: Oh, what is it, ladies' night? Me Me
0: and Hickson have been in contact with that women's group that's opening, and we are working on getting them on the podcast and getting you guys out there to Uh, do the trial and the pictures with them. I am so excited. Uh I think it is so cool. You will have to wake up early for that. So we are we are pretty excited. We wait to
2: that. We
1: saw somebody running. A female running on, um, what's the road called? Collins? Not Collins.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, at like 4.30 this morning. And I was like, who is that dedicated? Was it a
2: white blonde haired lady?
1: I don't know. It was, it, it kind of stuck up on me. Actually, I was driving in.
2: She is a runner. And
1: 4.30 in early. the morning this morning. And I see this. Who is that dedicated to run? In the pitch black even. Mm-hmm. Pitch black outside. I'm like, yeah, be scared of the dark.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know that I'd go running in the dark.
1: I'm scared in the to run country. anymore on the road. Creepy people and it's
0: well, not even we, creepy
1: people. We stopped to help. We did yeah, on the we, way
0: here. There was a child who was in the she ditch. was my child. Okay, she was under the age of twenty. Okay, fine. So probably under the age of eighteen by the look and sound of her. And we so we where stopped.
2: Collins or Mike uh, right
0: literally like a mile up the road and she had spun off <laughs> and was in the ditch and I made a stop I passed going one to. I was gonna at stop at four
2: o'clock right there yeah I didn't stop because he looked he was questionable and Colby was asleep in the back
0: the well car. see and that that's what I was worried about because I got he's out he's got a cell phone I got out to see and, and Jen was on the other side of the car and then she popped her head out, and I'm like, oh, this is a child. Yeah. And I look like Grizzly Adams walking towards her at <laughs> night. Lumbering. And uh, so I, I just kind of stopped and let Jen come around the car and start asking the That's questions. So smart. So.
1: Like, I never do that anymore. I'm, I don't know if it's just because I'm, I don't, I don't think things through enough. But, like, if somebody's on the side of the road and they're, I don't know if they have a car. or. I'm, 99% of people have a phone anymore. Yes. But maybe their phone's almost dead. You, know, you just don't know, so I always, no matter what, I always stop and at least roll window down. You got a, you good. You got somebody coming for you, and she did. But like, it doesn't just matter if ask, it's a guy yeah. or a girl or if the kids in the back with me. I'm just like, <laughs> I might not get out of the car.
2: But at least I roll it down. Yeah, so we, do. we were were. I did not today because I was like, he well, one he was on his phone. Yeah, you could and see he was him. smoking and um, he was a little questionable looking, yeah. and it was right here, and I'm like. Kobe, I look you back, know, here
1: asleep. is, I'm, like, I'm going to do this real quick. I know this is off subject, but it frustrates me. And it's a pet peeve of mine. People smoking in their car. With kids? With kids, number Hell one. Hell yes. But with two, like right in front of a store. Like everybody that has to walk into the store is going to smell your smoke. Mm-hmm. That stuff makes me sick to my stomach. You want to hear
2: something cool about Just that? stop smoking. Go Not away cool. with that. At the nail salon I go to, the guy's always outside smoking. One of the guys. Mm-hmm. And then he comes into the salon, and he puts on a mask to do people's nails. I'm like, you're putting on a mask to protect yourself from debris or fumes or whatever, but then in between each client, you go outside, and you're smoking two cigarettes. And he's got his mask pulled out, and then he comes back in and pulls it right back up, and I'm like, and yeah. he smells like smoke because he... Smokes yeah, right no, outside I just, the door. Since I, so I
1: used yeah. to smoke. I like, when I deployed in 05, they had these cigarettes. And I, I think they were called Lucky's, but they were like a black licorice cigarette. It was, it was weird. So and we would terrible. drink chai tea. Um, it was just a weird thing that we did overseas, right? So I picked it up, came home, and I don't know. Until I had Michaela, like I, I smoked and then I quit. Like, obviously, when I found out I was promoting Michaela, and then. Good for you. Uh, during the divorce, I got a little stressed out and I picked it up here and there, and the kids were like, smarter than I thought they were. And they're like, you stink, you're smoking, you know? So finally I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, I'm just not gonna do this anymore. So I didn't. And it's been a few years since that. I mean, probably five or six at least, since I quit that. But um, I just, I can't stand the smell of secondhand smoke anymore. Like, it makes yeah. me legit, like, so my stomach. So when I see kids in the back seat or and kids in the no front choice. seat that are little, like five, six, without a seatbelt on, just climbing around the front seat, mm-hmm. when you're dri- that drives me up the wall. And, and I just want to yell at people I and mean, be like, "Can you just be a responsible parent right now? Like, smoke? Sure, do your own thing, but go outside, stay away from your kids, so they don't get exposed to that. It well, is a real thing. Lung cancer is a real thing, and right. it me. Sorry, I'm going
2: off, but on it, it
0: used to be doctor recommended to do that. So, what to you smoke? Know.
2: Yeah. So uh, I mean, it, yeah. No.
0: Oh yeah. No, it hasn't. Back in the fifties. Yes. Was
2: say like in the fifties. Yeah, it? it
0: was doctor recommended. It was it was good for your health.
2: Okay, so.
1: Caveat to that: there was a girl that was <laughs> pregnant at B when I worked in the military, so it's fine. I don't think you have to like edit that out. Anyway, she was pregnant at the same time I was with Michaela, and she smoked. And I like I would see her every day, go out there and smoke, and I'd be just so like. And she was pregnant. Oh yeah, oh. she was just she was just as pregnant as and I was like a whale, like a walrus when I was pregnant. Like I was massive, and she only had this big belly. Like that was it. She was just a big belly, and I was so like jealous of her.
2: Well, that baby was probably.
1: Go ahead. I mean, maybe she's just lucky, and that's how her genes are. But either way, like I like the only thing that really made me like over the top was that she smoked. Mm-hmm. So one day I was asked her. I was like, "So you're smoking?" And she's like, "Yep." And I was like, "But you're pregnant, right?" <laughs> like, like I didn't know. Uh, she's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "How's that work? How does it make you feel?" Does that make you feel like a good mom? Like, you're starting off real well. You're giving your kid the best best foot forward. You know what she said? She said she talked to her doctor about it, and the stress of her quitting while she was pregnant would be, more would be worse on the baby, the baby than smoking. That is exactly what she said. And that's when I changed my mind. Like, okay, fine. But then when that baby's born, are you going to smoke around it? You know, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's very frustrating to me. And as a parent, like, you just take on responsibility. We have really crappy parents out there, obviously. But, like... I just feel like that's one thing that you could do that you could just care about. My mom, my mom smokes. She smoked my whole life. But does she ever smoke in front of me? Not one time have I ever seen my mom smoke in front of me. Not one really? time. I'm 39 years old and I have never seen her smoke in front of me. Not one time. I'm not stupid. You know, growing up, I knew she did. Like, whatever. But she never smoked in front of us. She never wanted to be a bad example. Mm-hmm. And she cared about it. So, like, I guess it just, it's one of my... Not a on it, and it frustrates me, and I just want to throw it out there.
0: It's a pet peeve. Pet peeve. It is and, huge and pet peeve. This this young girl was not smoking, so oh no, she was. So you helped
2: her. We, How did we, we get that? We felt good approach her, but because <laughs> no, the guy I, was smoking oh, and yeah, yeah, right, uh, okay. on his phone. No, I waited for
0: Jen, and me. and you know we we were gonna do what we could for her. So then you know it it all worked out. But <laughs> I complained. yeah uh, like, and
1: I'm in like. Anklet of shoes. <laughs> I'm not gonna get my Come on, ankle. Man. But
0: it's fortunately it's not too cold, so she's not gonna freeze to death in our trunk. So um but we, we <laughs> well, did like stop Hogan, and offer to help. You
2: know, Hogan is right here. And the guy that that I saw coming home, like he was just going way too fast, and the roads were the roads were clear when I went to pick the girls up, and when I came, these like three were all covered from the wind, because it was so windy windy today. And so you could see his tracks. He was just going too fast, and he swerved and, like, got in the ditch. And I was like, there's nothing I could do. I mean, because at first I was like, oh, could I, like, get him out if I pushed him a little? And then I was like, no, because he was, like, sideways. The ditches are deep. And then I was like, Hogan towing is right here. Like, And I, don't, I tried to look out, but it was so blustery I couldn't even see. Um, but as I was coming home, the Hogan, one of their tow trucks was pulling out. So I'm like, Oh, maybe it's going to get him. Mm. Dan and I could have pushed her out. Yeah. She was not far off. His was, he was like, he was in oh, like yeah. a little Honda and it was, I'm like, there's no way those tires are coming out. Yeah.
0: I don't know. With a we push could have a pushed pull. her out, but we would have tried.
2: I think we could have. She already had the on her way, and yeah. she, she had, had anklet car shoes on, part. Jen. So what could you do in your anklet shoes? Freeze my buns up. <laughs> yeah, she. she
0: uh, <laughs> I did complain up about it. I was like, nines Man. for the, the podcast tonight, so I, she wasn't pushing any cars out of ditches. What? It would have smeared the makeup, and it, it would have been a whole thing.
1: Yeah, Hickson. I put makeup on today, and you didn't even hear taking pictures.
0: <laughs> we'll get some. Um, no, we won't. So now moving to my left, Jen. How's the last two weeks been? Anything fun and exciting?
2: Jen just used all her talking time on her smoking day. That's right, I did. I'm done. Check that box. No, Jen, what's new? Last 14 days. What's up? I don't
1: have... Stop it. Dan? Oh, he's taking photos. I don't really have anything. That's the thing, like... YMCA? Mm, sure,
2: but we've been doing that for a while now. But you're still
1: going strong. It's yeah. It's January.
2: Almost end of January. You guys yeah. are still
1: going? Um, oh, hi. Peace sign thing. Uh, let's see here. Um you know i don't have anything guys like same old same old nothing at all
2: nothing new
1: we were i worked i've worked the last two weekends (laughs) i had a monday off which was fun i did my um emt recertification so that's done Mm -hmm. let's see here i am kind of taking a semi more responsible responsibility position at work when we deploy which will be fun Mm -hmm. um it's actually what i love to do oh good so that'll be fun uh
2: let's see here nope That's about it. Just busy. Just busy. So, Jen, real quick, what is... I'm sure we'll talk about this further in the future. You've deployed before. Mm -hmm. Is there, like, a whole program leading up to it? Yeah. So, um, I was
1: just telling Dan on the way over here that we really can't talk a lot about work anymore, um, just because, like, specific stuff. But I can be very general. So, every unit that deploys has to go through pre-mobilization training. Uh, You know, just the basics... the very basics, how to be a soldier, you mm-hmm. know, CLS, uh, combat lifesaver stuff. Like, you know, like, can you provide your buddy first aid if they need it? Um, OPSEC was a big thing that we just did this last month. So it's the operational security information. So I can't tell you how people are in my unit or where mm-hmm. we're going or when we're leaving, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, it's just a safety protocol for everybody. Oh, you can't but- tell
2: when you're leaving? I mean, I know when
1: I'm leaving. I but will you tell my family, family directly where I'm leaving. But I, can't, I don't want to broadcast like that kind of thing. Because yeah. that's, that's something that people that are trying to hurt us could right. use against us. Right.
0: Marie, she doesn't want you showing up at so her So I barracks. just have
2: to like one day like, oh, Jen's gone. I guess she left. <laughs> I guess she's <laughs> I mean, gone, Dad. We'll be waiting on a Thursday night. It's a
1: trust thing. <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not something I would say on air. Um, and I totally expect you guys to send me care packages. So
0: This is the Which, circle of trust. And right now you're right here.
1: Me? Oh, I'm not in it. <laughs> you're
0: not, nice. Look at this.
2: You're not look at the spread I prepared. The
1: smorgasbord <laughs> of food that Marie has provided We will to have to. You're,
0: uh, in, you're inching closer.
2: We will have. I, I don't even remember where I bought this, but I'm going to have to find some. And it's we will send cases of honey the for the last cheese. one in Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jen's going to get a box of honey So the goal overseas is
1: <laughs> to get in shape and get like in the best shape of my life cheese before Cheese chocolate. Cheese
2: and chocolate. I am
0: going to be sending you their Dutchman Donuts.
2: They'll be and, bad. And again. lucky, so cigarettes. it
1: takes about three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> if you Lucky's don't know it, no, Oh, you know what? Licorice. I would love to talk about the last couple of weeks that's really happened that's made me ridiculously sad. And it's not just in the military, mm-hmm. I've seen it outside of the military. So it's all aspects of life. We have had so many friends and people that we care about um, with mental health issues mm-hmm. or trying, you know, or thinking or trying to commit suicide. And I don't know if everyone knows it, but there are, and I don't have a I need to look it up. So can you come back to me in a couple minutes? Um, But there's suicide crisis like like, there's crisis crisis like there's one. I noticed it this morning when Ethan and I were waiting on Michaela to get done at the gym. Even the YMCA has a posted on their door. I got the flyer. There's a flyer
2: too on
3: it.
1: I just I feel like we need to talk more about that. Like there are kids out there, Michaela's age, that I've had her call friends of ours that I've had Michaela call. You know, just to check in and say, hey, you know, we care about you. What, she's putting makeup on, Dan? No, no I don't
0: know what this is. It's
1: not it's makeup. F- I'll explain it when Jen is no, finished. No, go ahead. My, I'm sorry. Philips. No, finish, Jen. Um, I just, I feel like we need to talk about that a little bit more because I feel like there is Mental so much stress yeah. on our kids right now. It's just, it's so sad. And it's, I had to read a, an article or a, a document a document that was sent up at work and it made me, it legitimately made me cry. Aww. Um, and, you know, I'm working from home and the kids are like, what's wrong? of course they didn't have school. So they're like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, Wah. so we had this really long conversation about, you know, just mental health wellness about how to take care of each other and how to check in on each other and how family always supports each other no matter what. And, you mm-hmm. know, like we always care. And just, if it's a hard question, it's a hard question, but it has to be asked, you know?
2: Well, that and I know at like the STEM school, ECHS, I always still call it STEM. Um, you know, a lot of those emails it'll have at the bottom of, or I think her newsletter at the end of, is um, it Principal Hinderer's newsletter? Each week I'll go through it, I'll glance through it, and at the end I think there's like the, um, there's a couple things. There's like a email you can email, there's a like anonymous email, anonymous um, phone line, and then mm-hmm. there's the their like little campaign or something it says, um what is it? See something, say something. Or That's not really the... Isn't that something? That's not a suicide thing. That's more of like the um, active shooter type violence. Thing. I thought there's one... I thought there's something on there about... There probably is something. I comments, agree with you. You know, like if you see someone struggling to... Say something.
1: Out. They yeah. also have... I know sixth grade, Bunzold is just doing their suicide, like <sighs> mental health um, so classes. Sad. Ethan, Six sixth, sixth, grade. sixth grade. Ethan was telling me about it. And I was like, <gasps> <gasps> so Michaela turned me on to Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and I am in love with that. You show You know that now.
2: show's been on for like thirty years. I mean,
1: guys, I don't. I'm, watch I'm just TV. wondering. Okay.
0: <laughs> she just watched the Mass 2016 Mash Singer. So oh, know.
1: that's she's so funny, <laughs> so funny.
0: Some people don't have time to sit so around lovely. and watch TV,
1: guys.
2: But.
0: <laughs> she's trickling up. Next is Mash.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love Mash. I've you guys heard about mind. this show called Mash?
0: Yeah, this so funny. It's wonderful. You know
2: what, so Alan Alta, Do you know this actor? That's it. We're done, Jen. We're done. You're
0: done? Yes. You Sure. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Maybe we can, uh, it, probably have a, an outreach for for something like that, where we have someone on the show, uh, kind of talking about the services. i mean, and I think it's a fine line, uh, just between recognition, and then you know, we we also don't want to bring everybody. Down for a whole episode of that. No, know,
1: I'm sorry guys. Um, I'm so sorry. But it was a like, yeah. So, yeah. You know, do you want to talk about my lip? You asked about the top in the last couple no, of I, weeks, and I, that was a big thing. I like. agree.
0: I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind having somebody on to talk about it. Putting even putting an ad, uh, ad in for it with the hotline numbers and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: uh, we should totally do it. There outrage, are a ton of so. kids
2: out there that are struggling right now. Kids, mm-hmm. like little yeah. kids, yeah,
1: you know? I, 14 you know, year olds, eleven year
2: olds. And and who I mean, I, I don't, you know, personally struggle with it or as far as I know, my children don't struggle with it or have anyone really personally close to me, but you know, the, it's so sad to think about people, adults and, and then children who think that they don't have value or that they aren't important or impactful or no one cares about them or no, they don't matter, you know, and that, um, they're, Somewhat disposable, yeah. You know, and, what, you know, and it's just such a shame that they think or believe that. I
0: um, I feel like it. it the technology um, and oh, and all these whole, social media apps and yep. stuff have have just Isolating. bred this, and and I don't. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it as a negative, and but it has just bred this weaker mentally weaker generation uh, of kids that. They tie their whole identity into into the social media. Yeah, Yeah, and it's it's followers. Good
2: thing we don't because um, this podcast would not be. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: But, you know, in fairness to it, you know, uh, from somebody who was probably at this table the most bullied in school, um, you just ruthlessly. Uh, bullied up until I graduated high school, it was, it is a, I, I don't know, it's a, it's just a weird thing to sit there and look at it and think, well, somebody made fun of me online, or somebody's not mm-hmm. liking me, or somebody's sending this out, and, you know, I, I don't, I don't know where that disconnect came from. So, uh, it, it's, I it's weird.
1: Michaela is faking being a friends with someone so she doesn't get beat up.
2: Yeah, that's not good. No,
1: like, come on, really? And I and I know you know the name too. If mm-hmm. I were to say it, mm-hmm. um, but I yeah. just I want to walk into the <gasps> school and I want to be like, uh-uh. I want this parent's phone number right now.
0: But and, and that, I'm not
1: gonna get it because they won't do that. But yeah. like, that's a huge problem. You but know,
0: there were kids like that when we were in school.
1: No, I didn't
0: see any. No. Like Mm-mm. Oh, so.
1: I was friends with everybody. We, but <laughs> that's
2: straight up, like, um, not. I'm not justifying or saying one way or, or the other is different. That is a, a, like you were saying, Dan, a bully situation a bully. at school. The, I think what is so sad today is, um, and not that that's not Jen. I'm not. I'm not discounting that. But like the a cell phone can cause so much distress for yeah. kids mm-hmm. and young kids, and not because of any social. Per um, what's it called? Face to face interaction, but reading, commenting—you know—it's like, oh my gosh, that is so. And I'm not on social media, so I'm like, who cares? What's the big deal? But that is so impactful. Yeah, we to this generation, it is that it's like they can't function without. Or there's a good, not everyone, you know what I mean. I'm not talking absolutes.
0: And and back back in the day, you used to just take your lumps, right? You yeah. you take them and ran. I, I remember I was. Or you tell eighth. your
2: parents, and they go in and talk to the principal and oh, you have a well. meeting, and you know whatever. Well, yeah. girls are maybe different. Girls <laughs> maybe a little different. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we've had this of conversations. I've
1: gotten, I, I won't even lie, like I've gotten phone call, like I've gotten phone calls from the principal saying, you know, there was misunderstanding, and this is what happened, you know, and then it's <laughs> sometimes just like this is a life lesson right here that you have an opportunity to teach these kids. Mm-hmm. Like, it is. why are you not teaching these kids? I mean, sure, I will have a conversation at home. Yeah. Um, you know, one way or another. But at the same time, you're not having this conversation with the kids. Like you're blaming one or the other, mm-hmm. and that's not how this works. Like you need to have a conversation it's a life lesson type thing. Kind of like that stupid one chip challenge thing.
0: Yeah. I did don't you do hear it. about
1: that? You weren't around. You didn't listen to it, yeah. I was not around. Marie needs, I was on before hiatus. Marie's on the next podcast, she has that, to catch up.
0: That, you know what though that quizzed. I feel like right. I feel like the visual of it, Jen thought it was softer than it was. So then she went and did it. With slight peer pressure.
1: Real quick summary recap. You can edit this out or you can pause it and whatever. More listeners might like enjoy the story again. So Ethan took a one ship challenge <gasps> piece to school. Oh. And I said, Dude, did you he did it first in the car? And I was like, You're an idiot. I love you, but you're an idiot. I told you not to do this in the car. You don't have anything warm or anything wet to like wet your mouth down or have a drink with right. So he did it in the car, just the tiniest little bit, freaked out about it. I told you about that. Um, so he took it to school the next day. I was like, as long as you do it when your kids, and they know what they're doing, Ethan, don't trick them into it. And you do it at lunch. Like, oh, make Jen. sure they have something.
2: Oh, I don't care Jen. if they're kids. I really don't. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but some other
1: kid's parents. Oh, okay, go ahead. Well, I really didn't know that he was actually. I want to say that I knew he was going to take it to school because he had tried it in the car, and he was like, oh, this isn't so bad. And I was like, ha. Huh. So anyway, I get a phone call from the principal.
2: Ethan is making children. No, it, Ethan <laughs> is
1: hurting and assaulting kids, is what he said, and I was oh like, "Oh my god!" First of all, my child has done that chip, and he knows better, and he did it during the lunchroom. Because the story that he gave me he was, mm-hmm. "Is this he Jeff Brown?" Yes, it is. Let me tell you a story. This is what the principal was like. Okay, so he tells me the story, and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm not surprised." I'm kind of laughing, like, "Oh, here I am, I'm gonna get in trouble right now." Jeff's <laughs> um,
0: yeah, you know, Ethan- gonna be in the principal's office. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So uh, Ethan had taken the chips to the lunchroom. So everybody had, you know, he, he listened to me. I was like, if you're going to do it at school, you better make sure everybody knows what they're doing. They all knew what the one chip challenge was. Right. They he all kids if have. If you're
0: going to do it at school, but I didn't know he was going to do
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> um, go on. To say about no, go on. So anyway, he, he waits till lunch to do it with these kids and our whole lunchroom is just cheering this kid on. This poor kid was like, "I'll do it." So Ethan, you know, He's they did it. He's allergic to spice. Just a <laughs> little bit of. <laughs> yeah. It's a life lesson, you know. Like, here you go, guys. Perfect I like how lesson. Jen <laughs> chucks him up to life lesson. It is a life lesson. Like, <laughs> I didn't eat the whole. Stupid so did he kid. get in trouble? Did Ethan get in trouble? No, but the principal told me that my child was legitimately trying to hurt someone, oh, and I was like, first of They're all, kids. it's a chip. Like, this is a life lesson. Like, the kids know better. Like."
0: And and I, I think a lot of that I think you have kind of backed up what I just said of we we baby the kids a little too much these days. And it wasn't you doing the babying in this instance. It was it was the principal, and maybe other parents that are like, Oh my my twelve-year-old didn't know better than eating this hot chip that's everywhere that has a warning label on it that says "Do not eat and it's may all cause on harm."
1: Like that's what those kids—they so, all knew exactly what it was. Like
0: uh, there's no personal accountability for those things, and and I'll tell you. So, and we've talked about my brother on this.
1: Marie thinks I'm a bad mom now.
0: Yeah, we we've talked uh, about my brother on this, but I was in eighth grade; he was in seventh grade. And we were living on Camp David, and there was a junior in high school that was trying to pick on him. He had did something to him, and so I got in the way. I got in front of him, and he grabbed my book bag. I was ready to take him on. He grabbed my book bag and pinned me to the ground by my book bag, and just pummeled my face into the cement until the bus pulled up. And then we just got on the bus, and it was its own thing. So, you know it. People can can withstand those things, and they're fine. And you learn from it and it's experience. And <laughs> next time, I drop my book bag before, you know, getting in the middle of the the incident. So,
1: It may surprise you, Dan, but I have been kicked off the bus before. Yeah. Yep. And from, from, as as a parent
2: home, or a student?
1: As a student. From <laughs> you
0: being bullied or <laughs> you bullying? For,
1: I didn't bully anybody. Come on now. Uh, they knew what was up. <laughs>
0: Seems
3: like she's
1: possibly
2: in the class. It's like they class. knew what was
1: coming. <laughs> no, so my family and I, like my, um, I don't know even how to say this without like giving too much information. We, we had family members in my family that were picked on for certain reasons, and I had just had enough of it. So uh, I had asked them, I don't remember all the details, but my, yeah, that's a lie. I remember a couple of them. So there's this one girl. We'll say her name is Ashley. We talked about this earlier. We're going to have code names now. Uh, her name is Ashley, and she was making fun of um, another girl that may or may not have been a family member. And I was just... Done. Done. Yeah. So when she popped her hover over the back of the seat again, I told her, you need to be quiet. And she didn't be quiet, so I popped her. Um, pretty hard. And I got kicked off the bus for How that. And then you? there was another one that had made fun of the same girl, and I... Beat Which the time? crap out of him. So
2: how three how three
0: times a year from third grade till she got her license
2: <laughs> it's pretty sad yeah
1: that's my family like mm, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna do that like do it somewhere else
0: but it, it breeds toughness and, and that's kind of my point to it's it accountability. Is, you know we we baby them i i tell my girls all the time look if you know if someone's picking on you you just let it go you laugh at it. You, you bypass it. It's with, yeah. not yeah, that until big of a deal. they commit
1: suicide and they have all these behavioral health issues. Like, that's yeah, listen, where it ends up at. You have
0: to know how to laugh at yourself. And, you know, they. that's, I think, one of the most important qualities to teach, uh, it, at least for me to teach my kids, is if you can't sit down and laugh at yourself for doing something silly, uh, for saying something silly, for any part about you, then you're, you're not... Expressing yourself properly Because we can all laugh at ourselves But
2: not all You're not saying all the time No no, Yeah There's certain I mean I think that's also what Like emotional intelligence You have to know when it's like You laugh it off Like oh Okay, you're right. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I really no, am different. like that. The and then when you laugh it at. off or when it's like a serious offense and it's like you need to shut it down. Well, sure. You know, and, and, and stand up for yourself or stand up for no, family members. A, absolutely. Like there's different I do not. I just want to go on record here. I do not condone violence. Like that is not I growing 100% up, that's 100% condone violence. I, do, for the I do if it's necessary and in the right context. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I may or may not have always told the
1: kids that if someone's picking on you, you stand up for yourself no matter what right. type thing. Um and if that includes
2: violence, like try to avoid But it doesn't it, obviously, mean you just go out looking for a fight if it's
0: Yes, and yeah. there's there's I mean, a different type it's of it's
2: within context of
0: there, and there's different context. types of violence. You don't go nuclear right. uh, on it. You you handle the situation appropriately and you move forward. Um
1: I mean, as a kid I made some.
0: <laughs> well, Jen, um, you, you strike me as Possibly an emotional child.
1: I'm an emotional adult. <laughs> so I'm an emotional child. I agree with that.
0: Nose on the head. All right. Well, very good.
1: So that was my last two weeks, guys. A half an hour later. What's up with you, Dave?
0: Perfect. Not not much. Uh, move move into the office. Uh, oh yeah. Move into the office on Thursday. So that's Why pretty exciting. Why I have in here? I I told him to come tonight, and he had other thing. I don't know. He he works weird hours, but. Um, I officially, uh, me and Hickson, launched the Hickson Global uh, Marketing Firm.
2: He's global. So uh,
0: we are in with a a couple of small businesses already that we are helping uh, spread throughout the community and and get their social platforms on there. So that's very exciting. Um, So we move into that office. and uh, Where's it at? It is by the fairgrounds old chiropractor building. So we're very excited. Um, our landlord is actually going to be a guest on next episode for Elevate, um, which is a uh, sports science, uh, uh, like a workout science expert. So he's he's got some impressive degrees and worked with some D1 colleges. And, um, I don't remember.
1: Marie, do you remember approving this?
2: Uh, Dan know. told me about it, but um, I did not st- – stamp the approval yeah, on it. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm I'm excited. He you as fitness ladies, just, you, you guys, are really, you guys are really going to enjoy him. Um you're gonna enjoy him a lot because you guys are all about the fitness.
1: What's his name?
0: Uh his name is Michael, Michael and his company is Elevate. Michael Parrott and his company is Elevate. So we have him coming on. We have the women's F three version uh coming on the episode and then
2: Oh, so two guests next time?
0: Nope. Oh, nope. Just coming up.
2: Really oh, coming. I thought you said coming yes, here coming at some up.
0: point. Um, we also have. Oh, it's slipping my mind. We do have one more uh, on the schedule to come up too. So I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that. I I don't remember who it is right off the top of my head, but yes. So that that's exciting. But let us. Uh, take a quick break, and then we are going to have Jared Guy on and uh, and have him on there. We will be right back with We're Doing Our Best podcast.
3: Hey, this is Teddy, uh, one of the owners of Walking Distance. If you want to come down to Walking Distance, we got bingo every Wednesday at 7 p.m., trivia Thursdays at 7 p.m., and then uh, make sure to check us out. Uh Cheers. <laughs> And we are back. We're doing our
0: best podcast. Uh, we just coming back from break here, and we have Jared Guy on the air. Jared, hello, hello.
2: Hey, what's up? Hello. Hey.
0: Jared, you are here with Marie and uh, Jen, and we. Uh, I, I wanna. I wanted to have you on because uh, I'm gonna be honest. You uh, you are an intriguing story, and I know. We are Facebook friends. Um, I want to say congratulations to the newest oh, member of your household. The baby.
2: Yes. How,
0: yeah, thanks. How's that going? How's
3: that? Uh. You, you know, we have six, so I feel like, you know, it's just uh, another one to the bunch, and they're all healthy and they're all great, so it's all been going really well.
1: Isn't there like a saying that once you so two is two, but three is like fifteen. Like it, 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 it doesn't matter <laughs> so anything after three is, is, is like fifteen. Seventy kids. No, no.
2: It's like the
3: yeah, the, the biggest, the biggest game changer was two to three. Then three to four was like no sweat. Four to five, nothing. Five to six really hasn't changed much. Did you guys have
1: like a minivan like on steroids or <laughs> like
3: a trailer. Uh, well, so like it's all funny because I joke around like six is it because if we have any more I gotta buy a transportation van like you know up from the airport and I really don't I, I, like oh you know like the big ones like uh, the the Mercedes ones. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There you go. There's my words. I can yeah. see him using one of the old, like, office
0: old church buses to deliver <laughs> papers, yeah. uh, loaded up with kids with the <laughs> Korean writing on the side.
3: <laughs>
2: what are the ages, Jared, of your children?
3: Uh, nine, seven, uh, five, four, two, and the newborn. Do you guys have a nanny? Uh, no, we should, but um, my wife homeschools. It. good for her that's
0: impressive
1: with a full-time job wow i will say i need my space for my kids i love them dearly but i could not imagine having them 24 7 all of the time do you give her like Does she have mom time
3: um (laughs) lately no
0: like that is a lot of i don't know if either of them have any time
1: well i got got kids that will babysit for you you just let me know when you need them
0: um it's a funny story uh with jared so i I went to high school with jared he was he was a little bit younger than me he also has a younger brother um tyler and and we were vacationing me and my family when i was still in high school in uh, myrtle beach jared i don't know if you remember this um but we we had a family vacation playing the myrtle beach and we were we were walking onto the basketball court one day at the resort and there's jared guy and his brother so they were uh, they were down at the same resort for the whole
3: week. Oh yeah. Is that the Myr- I think it was called like the Myrtle Beach Resort? Okay.
0: Yes, I, I I'm fairly certain that it was. Uh, uh, but
1: yeah. out of curiosity, are you related to uh, Angie or Shad Guy?
3: Yes, yeah, my aunt Uncle.
2: <laughs> They're my
1: Angie's my cousin.
2: Oh <laughs> huh. so distant relatives. Yeah, I didn't know Jared existed. They're until his now. aunt and uncle, and she's your cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: we have a lot of relation here. Um, mm. Interesting. It's well, world. Jared, I you know I, I want to ask, and we're we're going to get into a lot of questions about you, but uh, you know what what's your background? You know, I I know you're from Marysville, but uh, you have your hands in a lot of a lot of different things, and and you make a marriage work, and you you seem to. Uh, make parenting work with six kids and, and a new one coming every year. Um, <laughs> you know, but with, uh tell us a little bit of, about you, your, your education background.
3: Yeah. So um, I'm a nurse. Uh, that's my day job. Um, and then, so I went to school for that, but I bartended the whole time during nursing school. Uh, and then as soon as we got out of nursing school, uh, my wife and I had just got together and we had our baby. Uh, Well, we found out we were having a kid. Um, So for like that first two years, I probably worked a minimum of 80 hours a week. So I had worked at the hospital full time. I did home health on the side. And then I bartended two days a week Um, because, you know, you're in a lot of student debt right away. So I just wanted to financially get us in a place there. And then I didn't want to rent. So we bought a house and I was able to uh, get what we wanted there and. Yeah, my wife just kind of put up with me not being home for a little while. And then she did the uh, pure romance. Um, so she has her own company, direct sales. She goes from, um, she built her own business. And we snowballed all that into our uh, real estate that we do now, where we, we do short term rentals, Airbnbs, kind of really all across the country. We're in the Smokies and Gulf Shores, Alabama one in Blue Ridge, Georgia, and one in um, Disney World. Well, Davenport, Florida, which I always say Disney because that's where most of our guests are going.
2: We go there every year, Davenport. No one has ever heard of it whenever I tell people Davenport.
3: Yeah. But that's,
0: that's the spot for Disney.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like, right. what is it, Jared, just a couple? It's like six miles from Disney or four miles?
3: Yeah, it's not very far, but Florida, Florida traffic, it takes you like yeah. 20, 25 minutes to get there, but... You're like right in the middle of Disney and Orlando Studios. So.
2: That's why we always go there, and we get like a BR, um, BROB or whatever. Verbo. I was going to say b r b. Verbo. Oh um,
3: yeah.
1: So are, do you guys have like? Do you have the Verbo, and are you on the Airbnb? Like which apps?
3: Do you so use? you when you buy a, when you when you set up a short term rental, you're usually putting it on Airbnb and Verbo. Um, so I, I like Airbnb better, but um, Verbo is a little bit more popular down south. Uh, the it seems like the bigger the property, uh, usually uh, people are on Verbo more. But um, yeah, I personally prefer Airbnb over Verbo.
0: Now, uh, Jared, I gotta ask what what prompted. So you're working eighty hours a week. Your wife is creating her own business. Pure romance. Uh, kids are starting to come is real estate always something you wanted to get in or what, what prompted this change in your life that you're like, you know, I'm going to start doing this.
3: So it wasn't until about like when I was 27, when I read, read rich dad, poor dad, you know, that's kind of everyone's Holy grail when it comes to investing. And he doesn't tell you what to do. He just starts, you tells you like, you know, start your business, have your money working for you. So I understood the, the basic foundation of how, it, how to make money. Um, I just I didn't know what business I wanted to start. So real estate was something I always wanted to do. Um, so it took about four or five years of saving where I had about fifty thousand dollars, and I was finally ready to buy a rental because I thought I needed like twenty percent down, um, and you know mostly things were like two hundred thousand plus at the time. I feel like to to get into anything. Um, and then I listened to a podcast with Avery Carl on Bigger Pockets. And she talked about short-term, real, uh, short-term investments. And um, they, she told her journey about the Smoky Mountains. And I had a friend in the Smoky Mountains, and he was putting all his properties on Airbnb. And I was hooked. I had my wife listen to the podcast. She was hooked. Um, a week later, we got pre-approved. Um, and then within like three or four days, we were in contract after that. Wow. And it was on a house, you know, more expensive than the one we lived in. Um, never had seen it, only saw FaceTime and, uh, yeah, we put all our eggs in one, one basket and it's turned out great for us so far.
2: Do you still own that property?
3: Yeah, I've already cashed out and refinanced and got my money back out of it. Uh, we got real lucky and timing wise, but, um, during COVID, you know, rates were still super low. Um, the market hadn't exploded just yet. Um, so we put a second home mortgage. It's only 10% down, um, $450,000 was the purchase price. And then I refinanced almost a little over a year afterwards, and I got all my money back because um, it had appreciated so much. And uh, then I did the one, the same thing to the one next door. Because three months after our first purchase, uh, I had no money really saved just yet. So I took a loan from my retirement uh, and used that as a down payment for the next place. And same thing, we just kind of had some ins- success there. Uh, lucky with timing, um, because at the time, Smoky Mountains was one of the places that was completely open. There was no restrictions at the during that time per- period. Like in California, all everything was still shut down and nobody could go out of the country. So we did get really lucky in that aspect. <laughs> So it, it
0: allowed people to still rent and go out and do things uh, out there. And then um, uh, so it stayed full. full and then nobody was working at the time. So I'm sure people were taking their, their money from their government money and, and taking vacations and rentals.
3: Uh, yeah. I mean, even now, though, so we're like two years in um, our occupancy, like what's even crazier is I didn't realize how many people travel to the Smoky Mountains. This is the mo- it's the most visited national park in the country, and uh, I didn't expect to get all these weekday bookings. Our occupancy, we have a three-bedroom and a studio, um, is like ninety percent after two years. It's it's pretty wild. That is
0: extremely impressive. So that property's not going anywhere anytime soon. I take it.
3: No, they they're my they cash flow great. <laughs> so do you have like a property manager there? No, so you you are the property manager. So when I listened to Avery Carl on the Bigger Pockets podcast, she's the CEO of the short term shop. Um, so we bought through them. And when you buy through them, her husband, his name's Luke Carl, he kind of teaches you and gives you a rundown on how to um, set up your program. So they're all about self managing because property management companies are going to take a minimum of 20%. So once you get it set up on the platforms, you, then you want to like, um, we, uh, like it's an AI system called price labs. There's a bunch of them, but we use price labs and it tells you exactly what you need to do for uh, your pricing, how your neighbors are pricing how it fluctuates. Um, like, so for holidays and stuff, it'll increase your prices. It does all that for you. And then you have a system manager. Again, there's multiple programs that we use hospitable. Um, it'll send out all of your automated messages. It'll synchronize all your calendars and then your cleaners in the area because that's who you're gonna hire to clean. Um, they're, they will also synchronize to your programs because they're, they're all in the same technology and um, everyone's calendars are synced. Everybody knows what to do. Um, and then when something breaks, you just call someone to fix it.
2: Well, that's what I was wondering. Have you ever had an
3: emergency where you're being called to come in? Or? Oh, yeah. I mean, you get calls all the time. But like uh, the past two years in the Smoky Mountains, um, they've lost electricity and everything else. And during Christmas of all times. Uh, so we've had our pipes burst this year and electric went out for a little bit. But uh, we got through it. <laughs> Found a plumber. He got out there the next day. and. Um, had some heaters and yeah, you just I don't know, you it's it's always something new and you it's a learning experience, but there's there's always it's always a who. You know, that's that's what we kinda like focus on. Like I'm not a handyman. I really can't fix anything, but you can find someone to fix it. So And you you just do everything remotely. Yeah. I, I don't I don't go there. <laughs> do you guys vacation there? Uh not to the smokies, but to the Gulf Shores we do. I'm not a big on uh, the mountains, to be totally honest, but uh, I'm a beach guy. I mean, the Smoky Mountains is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I just I'd rather go to the beach. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and see, I'm, I'm more of a mountain guy. I, that's uh, and I, I've been to the Smokies and, and Pigeon Forge mm-hmm. and stuff out there. It is, it is incredible. The
2: little pigeon ribbing. Uh, down that money.
0: Time. Listen, I I like to get a, a cabin as high up as I can get it with a hot tub out on the balcony overlooking the, the uh, haulers. And I just sit and just take it all in. Dream of living there one day with no neighbors. They had but a fire a couple of years ago. They did. It was a it was a big fire. Um what uh Jared, are you in, involved in any other business? I know so you said your wife does peer romance and you do the, the Airbnb, your nurse, uh you know, full time dad.
3: What yeah. what else do you have your hands in? Um so then our plan is in the next three to four months, we're going to move to Gulf Shores. We have a new build down there. And so we're going to pack everything up and start a, start over down there. Um, and the big reason is because, one, I've always wanted to live by the beach, so is my wife. And then we will, instead of paying a cleaning company, like $275 every time to turn uh, the, the rent over, uh, we're going to start our own cleaning business. Um, so then you'll get more tax deductions. Hopefully I can pay someone pretty pretty good to kind of start that for us. And then I also want to do Turo, which is just Airbnb for cars down there as well.
0: That That is impressive. Wow. The, so you are, and I've used Turo and the gentleman I talked to on Turo, that, that seems if you're in the right area, Turo's what to do. He had, he, he told me he had like 35 exotic cars, Jeeps, um, you know, Mercedes, Teslas, just all kinds of, crazy cars and he said they pay themselves off in like six months
3: he said it's unbelievable yeah i mean uh so Gulf shores in particular there they have a local airport that just got kind of um, they passed some uh, local laws so uh, they're gonna allow domestic flights so it should be generating even more people flowing in there and that's why I think like Tarot can kind of take off in that area.
0: Yeah. Especially if you're one of the first ones in town. Uh, build a fleet. Jared,
2: will yeah. you still um, do nursing down there or no? Are you going to give that up for a bit?
3: Yeah, I'm not in a position where we can uh, quit that yet. Um, the past year has just been peddled with a metal focused on expansion. Mm-hmm. So every dollar we've made, we've reinvested. So I've got, I think we've, we'll have 11 properties by the end of July, um, which some might think, like, you have tons of money. No, I'm just, we've taken every dollar we've made and just reinvested it, so. it's a long game. Yeah. Do, um, have you upgraded many of the properties? Like, have you? Um, so, in Chris, we bought a place in Crystal Beach, Texas. Um, it was beautiful. It was four bedrooms right on the beach. I bought it from an older couple that never probably remodeled it since, like, 1990. And we did total cosmetic uh, rehab to it. And it just wasn't generating the numbers that I needed to, to really be cash flowing well. And we sold that three months later. I mean, realtor fees suck. We technically sold it for 100000 more than we bought it for. But after all your fees and everything and how much we put into the remodel, we only made like $20,000. But it's better than losing anything. So we took that and reinvested it into a different property in one of the new builds. And then in Gulf Shores, we partnered uh, with our second purchase with someone and our HOA was getting real strict on rules and our neighbors down the street sold um, for a high dollar amount. And we were just like, hey, man, our HOA is getting strict. I think we should probably resell. And we sold that one um, and profited $150,000 and we'd only owned it for 12 months yeah so that one was well, so we're just using all those um profits to buy the two new builds
0: now i, I want to go back to this cleaning company because i I feel like that is genius and and i am uh I like to pick the small genius out of the what seems like the small idea, but if they're charging two hundred mm-hmm. yeah. and thirty dollars per clean two seventy five per clean and you start your own undercutting the market maybe two fifty.
3: Uh, you know, you could, you could clean five of those a day. So I'll, I'll have three, but um, like in the beach, you're probably, you're trying to in the big months, you're trying to get six to seven night rentals. So you're not going to be cleaning them every day necessarily.
0: Well, those are your rentals, right?
3: Yeah. So I could get a couple. I mean, I, I definitely have some friends who I've met doing this who have properties down there. Um, so when you pay those people, your cleaners are also, usually in charge of all your sheets and they have your handyman. Um, they provide all of your, like, you know, just your soaps and dishwashing and soap and all, whatever type of amenity you have. Um, so, but I don't think they put tons of time into it. So you can definitely make some money. And really, for my perspective, I just want the, the tax write-off. And um, if I'm paying somebody else, I'd rather be paying an employee sure. not a company. Yeah.
1: Yelling at him, I'm talking to my microphone. Sorry, um, I get yelled up all the time. So, we went down, the kids and I went down to where did we go, Kentucky, Kentucky. 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 Thing. So, we did an Airbnb down there, and <laughs> I'm tying it in because I heard it on WNCI the other day. Tipping are we supposed to tip our Airbnb um, manager and the cleaning people, or the cleaning no, you
3: don't people? have to do that at all. It's very uh, exciting. Yeah, so there's a bunch of there's a bunch of talk about that in different groups. Um, a lot of times, people like owners get really mad at their cleaners for doing that. I don't think any of my cleaners do that. I mean, that you already pay them a pretty good amount. Um, but yeah, that happens with different cleaning crews. But you don't have to tip them. Oh. Did
2: you, Jen? The question is, I did, did and I was I've... kind of frustrated by it. Good because The you. hot
1: tub was disgusting, it was
2: like moldy, yeah. and I, kind of about I, it. So I was like,
0: I've it's, never it's heard the awesome. tipping, so that's, that's different. Oh, and, there's tipping, on, Jarrett, everything
2: there's tipping now. on everything, just
0: just a, yeah, there is. I, I can't stand oh. when I go in and order like chicken at a restaurant <laughs> and they want me to tip them for handing me the chicken when I went in like there, like it, it blows my mind. Ooh. But it's it's uh, like, just to put it in context, Jared, she did uh, she went spelunking. In I did not Kentucky. go through last bottom. but not
2: for like uh, <laughs> in, uh, in
0: winter, over New Year's Eve, so it was it was a really crazy story. It was our previous episode. I don't know.
2: Was it a nice Airbnb, Jen? I would definitely stay there again. I'd take
1: a hammer. Other than the hot tub, and like yeah, and the hot tub, the kids still got in it, but they smelled funky for like two days, <laughs> and I, all our clothes were stinky, kids, so I had to clean them all up. But um,
0: kids smell funky. That's just that's what they do. No, the
1: water. It was definitely the water. Sure. It was nice. We had a dog and a super old dog that was down there that kind of like the kids fell in love with. um.
0: And and Um, we'll dig more into that later because that's strange. uh, Jared, do any of your Airbnb come with old dogs? (laughs) 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 You got a tip for the old dog.
1: It had to have been at least like. Twelve, but it was an old like a. a I've never, I've never form. heard this.
0: I, was... I, I, we're we're gonna dig more into that because that's that's just seems like a very strange offer.
2: My biggest thing <laughs> when, we, when we go places and if we do the Verbo or Airbnb, it's the cleanliness. Like I don't care if it's up to date and modern, but if it's nasty, I'm out. Like we, one time I told Jesse, I go I am not staying here. We are, I was pregnant with Colby. I'm like we're out. I'm like you. I'll go sit in the car, but you figure something out because I am not staying in a dirty place. So, Jared, I hope that you have the best cleaning crews in and the Gulf Shore. And spot them, too. <laughs> like, don't just take
1: their word for it. Go down there and yeah. spend some time in your own Airbnb, too, and make sure well, there's uh, cleanliness. And I, is I, listen,
0: I will say this, and, again, I'm friends with him on Facebook. I do see him quite a bit down at the beach um, checking out his – his Airbnb. So I mean, if he needs someone to
3: check out his Airbnb, So <laughs> your uh, when it comes to having an Airbnb, your number one thing is cleaning, right? Yeah. So your cleaners, um if you they, they don't want fired, they have to do a good job. So usually you have an awesome relationship together. My wife usually deals with all of that, um, and then she's like great friends with. Our original crew in the Smokies—they're just awesome. Uh, we really don't have to, so we really don't have to worry about that. But the guests automatically will tell you if the place is dirty. You'll know within sure. within 30 minutes after they checked in if it's dirty. They'll send they'll send you pictures of everything. Oh, oh yeah. So I, I would, for like anyone else who's out there running, I would probably make sure to get from a super host because a super host means that they've have certain amount of reviews and that um, everyone has like confirmed that they, their previous days were clean uh that, that's what i would recommend um but yeah so when it comes to cleaning we've 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 had our issues at other places not in the smokies but in gulf shores we've went through three crews and um in blue ridge georgia we had one lady just quit on us and never even tell us so that was interesting
1: Brilliant idea. I think we need to podcast from one of his Airbnbs, the Gulf Shores. Wow. <laughs> the Gulf Shore podcast. Hey, Jared, when we get bigger and we have like a wider or a larger number of uh, followers, I think that is a valid request.
3: Yeah, there you go. We're getting there each week. Each it's week. A, it'll, it'll be a business write off for you as well. It'll be a trip for you.
2: Now, when Dan starts paying us the big bucks, yeah. right?
0: right now I'm paying the very small bucks. Or the limo. Um,
3: I think we only have a Disney place because I told my wife if we're going to Disney, I need a tax write-off, and then <laughs> we, I made her wait until we were going to buy a place there. Uh, listen, I don't blame
0: you. I, I I don't know how anybody can afford to go to Disney these days. It Oh, it's it's crazy. crazy. I, we couldn't go if we didn't get our military discounts. I wouldn't
1: be able to afford to take a the down there.
0: Now, have have you found a nursing job down there yet? Not not like it's going to be hard to find a job in nursing
3: anywhere. (laughs) Um, There's a, so in Gulf Shores, it's going to be a little tricky because they, uh, the closest hospital is like Folly, which is going to be like a community hospital, probably like the size of Marysville, actually probably smaller than Marysville. So I'll have to go to Mobile or Pensacola. It's about an hour either way. And then I'll probably just try to take a travel job. So I got my, multi-state nursing license and i looked at a couple of different contracts but nothing i'm really interested in at the moment uh, listen Mo-
0: mobiles a, I, I love mobile that's uh that's how i got my start in property adjusting was mobile i stayed there for three weeks in a hammock out out on the gulf it was amazing nice
1: does uh travel nursing and i'll tell you what she probably makes mm-hmm my friend does that six figures, you know, especially during COVID she did cause she'd go places and get like $60, yeah, dollars for tra- travel
0: nursing. They're, they're making more than regular nurses now.
3: Oh yeah. They make a lot of money, but I, I'm always like, uh, I am not the, the nurse out here. That's going to tell you that we were, um, uh, like we have this like super hard job, um, that we don't get paid enough. I'm the nurse that tells you that we, and if you don't make six figures as a nurse, you're just not trying hard enough. Um, the amount of money that they can pay you, in, in the hospital setting, and then you have unlimited overtime. Mm-hmm. If you if you're not making six figures as a nurse, I mean, I just never want to hear you complain about money because I can tell you automatically they're just not working hard. Do you have a specialty? Or- yeah, I was just going to ask that. <laughs> uh, no, I'm a, I float around the hospital, so. Um, are, you at, are you at Memorial? No, I'm at. I work for Ohio Health, but I float to every hospital. Nice. They just text me at five a.m. and tell me where to go. <laughs>
0: So that, I mean, it, it, how, how do you juggle doing all these, and especially if you're expanding into Turo, cleaning business, moving, um, you know, that, yeah, I'm I'm sure you're losing a lot of the family support uh, moving out of Marysville or, or the at least this area.
3: Um, yeah, we're still hoping our in-laws follow us. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen yet or not. Hopefully they do because they do watch our kids all the time and help us out always is there, as needed.
0: considering it?
3: Um, I feel like I, I feel like they'll eventually be able to. I don't know. They work from home a lot, so I feel like they're they'll be able to move if they want to. But all their kids will be gone, and I'm just kind of crossing my fingers, hoping that they'll follow us. So we'll see how that works out. But and the with everything else, every we're able to do a bunch of um, everything that we do through our phones. Like, so I don't have to always be involved in this immediately. That's the great thing about technology. If you can utilize it correctly, um, it can you, can you can work from anywhere.
0: All right. Well, let, we're going to take a small pivot on that. So we are a a faith based, you know, family friendly show. How do you juggle being an active dad and an active husband with
3: all of this going on? uh it's, it's hard it's like it's a struggle you know because you never you never feel like you have enough time but um my kids are awesome and my wife gets to stay at home and she gets to raise them and they have the best manners in the world um and as a parent as a dad you want to provide the same life that your parents did and you want to try to you know provide a better life than them that's kind of like what i strive for my dad and mom tried to give me everything And I didn't have to work as long as I got straight A's. And that's kind of like how I want to have a philosophy with my kids. Um, And when it comes to activities, my kids, we get, they've been on at least two vacations a year. Uh, They get like all, the, you know, everything they kind of want. So I always make sure to make time for them. And I have a very flexible schedule. I can work as much overtime as I want, or I can work as little as I want. So I schedule gaps and, we do activities, and um, my wife and I we try to do at least once a month. We try to uh, do our own date. Uh, she would probably, both of us would probably like to do that more often. Doesn't always work out, but uh, everyone's got to be on the same page. So, like our kids know that sometimes if we're busy, that we're working, um, and they respect that it's kind of hard to still teach them about money because they don't always understand, but we, we do our best and it's still always a learning experience, but um keeping my wife and I always on the same page and we both had the same goals and uh, we're driven towards the same ideas. So as long as we're uh, strong, then everything else seems to be pretty strong.
0: So, Oh, so uh, and that that is i think great advice and jen's looking me up on facebook and looking sorry not family you your whole facebook. family is so cute um but oh, so God. what what advice and, and we're very gracious for the time that you gave us here tonight and we thank you um so as as a final thought what advice would you give to anybody looking uh to to get into their own business um expand grow their business but you know, maintain being grounded within their, their family lifestyle?
3: Um. Well, I mean, I think anybody can, you know, make time because as long as you're trying to, if you utilize your time correctly and you, um, you're driven to, you know, to build a better life for your family, you and your partner need to be on the same page there because you're going to have to make sacrifices. Um, there's going to be long nights and lots of stress and um, it, you know, being uncomfortable is a good thing because you can learn from that. And when it comes to somebody else growing their business, first I would always recommend just reading and podcasts. Um, like I said, the Holy Grail the, the, the holy Grail is rich dad, poor dad. And then I absolutely love Grant Cardone's like 10 X and be obsessed to be average. Those are my like favorite, like mindset books of just like someone yelling at me and telling me that I need to do more. And then when it comes to podcasts like, and YouTube, you can learn more on po- a podcast and YouTube than any college degree will ever teach you. Like I work with doctors every day. They have no idea about money or business or anything like that. Um, so I don't care what your credentials are behind your last name because you can you can learn anything. So, and then never take a victim mentality. I, that's the one thing that can drive me crazy. So everybody wants something given to them. You got to, you got to earn everything. So.
0: All right. Very good. Ladies, any, any last words for Mr. Guy? He just makes
2: it sound all oh, so easy. <laughs> he does. I be tired. I would be in a nap all the time if I were Jared. Jared, um, can I ask how old you and your wife are?
3: Uh, 34 and she's 34 as well. Know, yeah. Right? Oh, sorry. She's 30. She's 33. She's 33. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> Uh, I was I was laughing because she always makes fun of me because there's like a a six month or so oh, boy fun. I where well, I'm like two years older than her and she's like you're so old. I, know, I don't <laughs> Sorry, know you're if you're, you're supposed
0: to say her age on on air here.
3: Uh, I mean she's really the one that's uh, you want to interview her, all of her business stuff. She's she's the the brains behind it all. I'll say a crazy idea, I get scatterbrained, and she puts all of my ideas into into motion. When it comes to her company, I'm, I couldn't talk high enough of her. Uh, she's broken multiple company records, and uh, she's built this huge business. And she probably has more sales of within her company of anybody in like the Midwest. And we get to go on all these crazy trips every year because she'll hit an incentive trip, and uh, we've been to Punta Cana twice because of her, and we got to go on a on a yacht trip twice, and Vegas, and. Yeah, I can't. I could. I couldn't talk high enough. With my wife, she's the the motivation and the one that drives all this. Well,
0: we will absolutely have to set up a time to sit and talk with her and, yeah. and hear the other side of the coin um, from <laughs> from her perspective. But uh, Jared, thank you for having us, or thank you for coming on. We we appreciate you coming on our show, and uh, you know we we don't want to take up too much of your time because I know it's getting late and you probably have some <laughs> bed
3: bedtime chores. Yeah, no problem, guys. Uh, Thanks for having me on. And, um, you know, my social media posts are usually kind of uh, polarizing. So, But if you want to direct message me or DM me for any type of Airbnb advice or something, feel free. Absolutely. Well, thank you, sir, and you have a great rest of your night. Yeah, no problem.
2: Thank you, Jared.
3: Yeah, you guys have a great night. You
2: too. (laughs) Bye-bye.
0: We are going to be right back with your doing our best podcast and we will uh, we'll kind of dissect that a little bit and uh, you know talk about our upcoming guests. We will be right back.
3: Hey, this is Teddy uh, one of the owners of walking distance. If you want to come down to walking distance, we got bingo
0: every Wednesday at 7 p.m. trivia Thursdays at 7 p.m and then uh, make sure to check us out. Uh, cheers.
2: Dance the song, we are dance back. The chicken, we, are, uh, yeah,
0: we, are. we are back with You're Doing Your Best podcast. Um, we want to thank Jared again. We are again doing for being, our best. What I said? You
2: said you're doing your so best. We're so doing, we're
0: doing our best.
2: And it's the AirPods in, Remember the uh,
0: Well, we're back. <laughs> Third time anyway, thank you. Uh, thank you, Jared, for coming on. That was... Uh, listen, it, it was a an impressive interview um, he's an impressive young man so and
1: Mae Marie and I both feel like yeah. we're not holding Jen and, and I were kind of
2: like oh no <laughs> we're really failing in life this guy's <laughs> really got it all going on
0: well and he and he stays very humble through it so yes, he does. there was there was uh there was no bragging there was no, no. you know i i'm making I it meet
2: his wife. someone's mm-hmm.
0: not but we we are definitely going to follow up and have her on there so thank you again Jen you
2: know what i thought was i i liked About that interview, since you asked me, Dan, Um, (laughs)
0: Marie, what did you think about the interview?
2: (laughs) I liked that he wasn't. You know how sometimes um, you talk to people or you listen to things, and you know people want to keep things to themselves, like they're secret. Like, oh well, I can't give out that information. It's proprietary information. Like that's that's how I built my business. I can't tell you anything. He, yeah, close to the vest. He was very. I mean, he's, he was helpful, helpful. And he's saying the business or the companies and the business and the, the partnerships like, Oh, well you go with this partnership and then they hook you up with this, 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 and the program's called this just, you can tell he's very passionate and um, he he's not, you know, it wasn't like he can't divulge anything. And
0: and I have a theory on that. Right. So the, the information goes so far, right. So, you know, all, all right. you can, you can, you can have all the information. Lead a horse to water, but you can't make you him drill Yeah. Um, so he, he can give out all the information he wants because <laughs> I, I feel like in his mind, he knows he's going to succeed no matter right. what because he's going to put the work in.
3: He it doesn't matter what anybody
0: else do, does. So, um, that, yeah, it was definitely impressive. <laughs> so, uh, thank you again, Jared. Now we will, we will put this up. We'll tag you all over and, uh, we, we appreciate you. Um, All right. So next, uh, next episode, we have Michael from Elevate On. So we're going to be very excited to talk to him about sports science stuff. We do have our pickleball tournament uh, coming up in March. I will get you the exact date and get that stuff out there as well. Uh, Jen.
1: The granny penny
2: underwear?
0: Nope. Go ahead. (laughs) You were, uh, we are having Jen's horoscope corner. (laughs) Um, what she was doing some nice horoscope.
2: Horoscoping.
0: Horoscoping. Well, first of, and of all,
1: this is all from what did I just call it? What did I say? It was Facebook? Instagram. No, it was Instagram.
0: So Instagram horoscoping. That's well, where all the pros horoscope.
1: Yeah. Well, wait till you hear about <laughs> the granny panties. That's fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this so you can see what I am. So uh friends are like panties friends. Uh some <laughs> crawl up your butt. Why are you laughing? This Marie called nothing, me granny panties. This has nothing to go. do with horoscoping, but yes, I like so it. Go ahead. I go ahead. have to. I have to. So some crawl up your butt. Some don't have the strength to hold you up. <clears throat> some get a little twisted. Some are your favorite. Some are holy. Some are cheap. Some are naughty. And some actually cover your butt when you need them to.
2: And I got, I think that is a compliment. Marie yes. gave me a big compliment. She said, I am granny panties. Uh. Jen helped me parent one of my uh, disobedient children a moment ago. And I said she said, Sam like the underwear. And I said, You're the granny panty. You got my whole backside covered on that one, Jud. And Dan just sat here quietly best. not I, saying a word. I, think I said she's he's like a, her face. Yes, yeah, she is. She's like What's Michael Myers. Right she's peeling her face off. <laughs> Cammy has welcome. put on a face mask and it's clear, so when she stripped it off it, she looks like she's peeling a layer of All her right. face off. All right guys. So this I found
1: <laughs> on uh Instagram. And it was about dating. So um Marie, you're a Taurus, right? You said you oh but she's talking. Yes, I'm a Taurus. Okay. So dating you might feel like sailing through a calm river. By nature, Taurus's signs are very loving and warm. However, they do have a hard time opening up and sharing their true feelings. You're shaking your head. No, this is none of Marie, this is are true.
0: You, are you sure you're a Taurus I, I
1: think right, it's I wrong. Keep reading it. So Pull when a Taurus is of my birthday. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> when dating a Taurus sign, it's very important to stay patient and show them that you're understanding that you'll take them on cozy dates or arrange a cute night with snacks and shows...
2: Prepared and be re- I know, right? Like so that that's saying when you date a Taurus, you need to be snugly with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That part is true. But the first thing of being calm in a river with Aw, them-
1: is cuddling the wor- the Taurus's weak spot.
2: I love cuddling.
1: Like they adore it when you showcase so that you remembered little things that they told you about themselves.
2: Yes, true. Okay, uh,
1: because of their serene nature, any kind of dishonesty will drive a Taurus away from you.
2: Read that last one again.
1: Sure. Uh, they adore it when you showcase that that you remember the little things that they told you mm-hmm. about themselves. And because of their serene nature, any kind of dishonesty will drive a Taurus away from you. Oh,
2: true. Wait, will drive it? Yes, yes. Wouldn't that be for everybody, though? Yeah, like, any sign. Yeah, yeah. And what are you?
0: I am a Gemini.
2: He's neutral.
1: <laughs> Gemini, Gemini. I'm a Gemini, Gemini neutral. <laughs> I don't know. I think they have mine wrong, but I'll read yours first. So dating a and Gemini and uh, means enjoying a bunch of spontaneous, fun filled dates with interesting mm-hmm. conversations. 1,000%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Their personality and their erratic ideas will. Sh- <laughs> erratic, not erotic, sorry. <laughs> Either one.
0: To e- both. Go touche.
1: on. <laughs> they both were. <work. laughs> They're a PG family group here. Uh, their family, though, okay. Their- <laughs> she can't their- read it. <laughs> nope, I can't. Their personality and their erratic ideas. Well, ensure that no matter where you are, you'll be having fun. I think that it really does sum you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or you will at least have a great story to tell your friends. Dating yeah. a Gemini means that you will be hyped up and that you will receive a bunch of compliments. To them, it's really important that you feel good and that you know that you are most like magic in their eyes. With Mercury being their ruler, what does that mean? It, it's, it's a, like it's a planet? planet, Mercury. The, really? Yeah. Oh, God. Like Sh- the
2: planets gosh. rule the... Yeah.
1: I don't know how it works. I have learned about yeah. stuff too. Okay, they might ever think... What they say or how they want to go on a date. I want the date to go.
0: Yep. That the end of it. Yeah.
2: That's, that's pretty
0: solid. That's a pretty uh, solid description.
2: I don't date Dan, but I feel like that is an accurate that is a portrayal Dan. of yeah, his personality. Yeah, even as a friend Dan, is, that yes. explains Dan.
0: No, yeah, that's that. Hard, that was that was. Spot He's very on.
2: erotic and erratic at the same <laughs> time. I am
0: all the E's. I fall into the E category.
1: Exceptional. <laughs> you are exceptional. Edgy. And and G, What's the G? Edgy Goop. Oh, okay, edgy, edgy. Ed. Yep. I was thinking you were going to say G and like goofy Like, yeah, Dan can be goofy, but all, all right. What's you?
2: What's you, Jen? Dating a Libra
1: means a lot of romance and a lot of cute Almost movie-like lightheartedness <laughs> moments A
0: lot of cute That's the I sentence, a lot of cute? <laughs> yeah, a
1: that's what I said, it, and a lot of cute Do you not believe me? No, 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 you? I, you like I just, it, it's a
0: funny sentence Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll read, read this Oh, one.
1: Dan's going to read it all right. Oh, yeah, thank you
0: Dating a Libra Dating a Libra means a lot of romance and a lot of cute, almost what, what that? movie-like, a lot of what? light-hearted moments. A, lot of a Libra won't care if you embarrass yourself or if you do something silly. The contrary. To them, it will be heartwarming and adorable. Ruled by Venus, the planet of love, romance and all that comes with it is naturally very important for a Libra. Not all Libras are the textbook movie romance approach, but every Libra will appreciate a sincere compliment or an affectionate gift. They love long conversations about almost anything, and they have a dreamy approach to life. Don't be afraid to ask or say things that you don't usually discuss on dates.
1: I like your uh his what's that broadcaster voice, Dan? Mm-hmm.
0: What, did my voice change on that? 100%.
1: Oh. Yeah. I, I All right, so from what you know about me, what do you think?
0: I I don't think it's too inaccurate. Um, I, I mean, I would say you're probably a little more shelled uh, maybe when it comes to dating, at least at first. Uh, you're definitely a little more private um, unless you've been drinking, but... Uh, you know, for the most part, I, I would say you're a little more private. You so what's
1: crazy is my boyfriend doesn't jump into any of these categories. He is n- not a romantic, not a very romantic guy. He, he can be, but he's not, but he can be. And I have to remind him that that's the kind of stuff that I need. Like, yeah, you, need. you know, like your love language. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to remind him. Like,
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't put that as inaccurate for you. I mean, mm-hmm. you, I wouldn't put it. I mean, my, my love language is touch. So I. Mine's confirmation. Mine's I I need to be touched. If I'm not touched, I'm not. I feel weird.
1: I just need the confirmation.
0: Yes. But see, confirmation makes me uncomfortable.
1: Verbal? Really? Verbal confirmation? All of the confirmation. Acts of confirmation, verbal confirmation. Sure. As long as I know where I stand and I don't mm -hmm. have to question where I stand, I'm good.
0: But I will say the the one thing that's very strange uh, about me is in love languages. I actually give all of the love languages. So I, I speak that I do a lot of confirmation. I do physical touch. I, Accept so service. Yeah. I, I do all of those things uh, in that category, which is why, you know, uh, girlfriends you mark all and, the boxes, and stuff like that. It's, check, you know, it, check all the, boxes. Check all the boxes. boxes. It's weird, but yeah, no, I, I, I do that. That's <laughs> strange, but mine is touch. I, I just like to be touched, I'm like a dog, like just pet me. Keep
2: it PG. No, 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 like, in a good way.
0: Like I just lay yeah. there and Did be pet all day long. You have each
2: other looks like uh.
0: Yes, no. Like.
2: Well, you know what's fu- like? It's funny. I'm a toucher, so like I, you know, I'm talking to someone and I'm like, oh my god you know or like you know I'm at a basketball game and I grab people's hand or their arm or whatever and some people An
0: expressionist
2: yes I am very but I'm very like I hug people yes you hugging know. is important oh my gosh and s- there are so many people who are not that you know and I'm like what's your problem like I'm just giving you a hug there's a like what's wrong with a hug but some people who are not and and Christine is like that she's very like a hugger and toucher and she's like I have to learn, you know, not to just
1: you know. There everyone are is not like out there. The hugging you know.
2: is actually really
1: good for you. It's very good for you, really.
0: Dopamine release.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's I funny. You, some people are not at all.
0: No, no. I, I mean, like it makes them uncomfortable, yeah. and I'm like,
2: it's more uncomfortable for me not to like touch someone's shoulder or back or you know whatever. Maybe.
0: Well, and that so compliments make me very uncomfortable. Like I, I do not. But like to be that.
2: touched by a stranger makes you feel good. Yeah,
0: I, I feel fine with that. <laughs> I just, I don't, I get uncomfortable. It's, you with don't compliment.
2: understand. Yeah, it's difficult for you to. I
0: want, I want you to think the compliment, but I don't need you, you to tell me it, to. it because then it puts me in an awkward position. of it, I don't know how to react. I was going to say,
2: it. is it because you don't know how to respond to? Yeah,
0: I, I don't know because I'm, um, I've, positive. I feel like I'm fairly humble, so I'm not going to brag on. Oh, I did this, so I, I don't know. It's very weird. Unless it comes to sports, then I just talk a lot of trash.
1: I love your long locks, Dan.
0: Thank you. They're very lovely. I know. Uh, We're going to have to
1: like start giving you compliments so you get used so to So, and-
0: Jim Jim sent me a picture today. Uh, he said oh,
1: he, yeah. he found Jim. my twin. Yeah, where you at, Jim? Yeah, oh, yeah, Jim. Jim. Let's call you out at the end here, buddy. It's supposed to be a foursome <laughs> co- four, yeah, a <laughs> podcast, not a... Okay That's I know not what Trio I say. You A can trio. edit that
0: out Yep Jim, Jim told me that is <gasps> oh my, my twin Oh my the, the rock Hercules with long hair uh,
2: Let's see it I'm what the puffy, puffy version Twins it <laughs> the puffy I'm, version. I'm, I'm the, the bottom rock, version I'm the in rock Hercules
0: know. on prednisone <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> Got <laughs> his <laughs> wisdom <twists> teeth <laughs> out He got his wisdom teeth pulled
0: Oh damn Alright very good Okay. Well, listen, good we, we have, uh, like I said, we got a good episode coming up next episode. So um, until.
2: And we'll be in the new space.
0: And we will be in the new space. So you can find us on all the social platforms. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, com, other stuff. Yep. But uh, check us out. Thank you. And uh, you as, guys have a good night. As
2: Jared Guy said, YouTube us.
0: YouTube us. All right, have a good night, ladies. You.
2: Bye. Bye.